Aw damn, thank you for tuning in, tuning in, tuning in to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams, I need attention. It doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary. Useless commentary. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the most silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories. Histories, histories. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Rubio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio, Thursday, May 6th. Man, today I'm going to talk about my first day in the sauna. If you guys haven't done the sauna, I urge you to do the sauna. It's very beneficial, you know. But in today's news, we're going to talk about Veterans Affairs hiring racial diversity consultants to fight homelessness. I don't know. Also, uh, Rio Tinto shareholders rebel over destruction of sacred indigenous caves. Also, in this segment of technology, we're going to see if Sony ditch, will ditch the D- the famous DSLRs, moving the camera industry beyond film era designs, also known as mirrorless. I've got a mirrorless camera. I've got a Canon uh M6 Mark II. I love it. And this segment of entertainment, we're going to take a look at, uh, we're going to read about Floyd Mayweather's physical alt- altercation with Jake Paul. Man, we we all know. We all know we want that fight to happen. I think the fight is scheduled to happen. Also, in this uh, segment of just weird, we're going to take a look. Or, I'm sorry, sports. Albert Pujols wants to play, but his career may be over. Being cut by the Angels. <laughs> And uh, what else? A menu from 1913 found in the rafters. That we're going to see that in Weird News. And in this segment, let's watch some cheers. We're going to watch a video uh, by Yahoo Finance about Elizabeth Warren backs U.S. patent waiver for COVID-19 vaccines. All this in this edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Let's do this. Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must... Go ahead and leave a filthy comment down below. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, man. I've got to say, I've got to say, it feels nice. It feels nice to go in the sauna. It feels nice to, I know nothing is going to go back to normal anytime soon because I live in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is filled with not only scared and woke people, just stupid people in general. (laughs) <laughs> that don't believe in the science. But I did uh, try the sauna for the first time ever since the first lockdown. I had a great, great time. Created a monologue. Enjoy. Man. So today was my first day back. Uh, not to the gym, but um, to the sauna room. And usually what I do in the sauna room... Access granted. Oh, yeah. Usually what I do in the sauna room is... Um, I usually chill there for 15 minutes, try to do my mindfulness uh, meditation and stuff. And then, uh, you know, I go about my day. And here's the thing about that is like, uh, I enjoyed the time. It's really tough. But today, instead of 15 minutes, I spent only eight minutes on that sucker. Man, I, I mean, I didn't... I haven't used the sauna since... The first lockdown. 
my sauna stamina is obviously not on par, but hey, you know what? I'm proud of myself. I was the only one in there. And it was just uh, so weird because, like, nobody, like, everybody's scared, you know? And it's understandable to a certain extent. I was there. Uh, I was meditating for seven minutes. You know, there was nobody that even tried to walk in. There was, like, one old guy in the in the pool swimming. And I don't know if you guys ever been to a sauna. It is, it is rough, bro. It is rough. Every single minute feels like five minutes in a sauna. And you do it like after you work out too. Like they say, you know, you could go there before you work out. But I go there after because, you know, it's relaxing. You... After a sauna experience, you know, your body goes in relaxation mode. You're very, very sweaty, you know, especially if you got if 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 your body, if you just pump some iron. Oh, man. Oh, man. Your muscles popping out, doggy. But um, it's 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 something, it's something that I should do on a on a everyday basis. Um, if you guys never tried a sauna, I could never do the steam room. The steam room is too humid for me. It feels way too much like the Philippines, man. And me and my family, we escaped that country years ago. You know what I mean? Props to my peoples. Props to the wonderful, uh, you know, country of the Philippines. But I'm here now. But man, uh, back in the Philippines, it was uh, very humid. Good luck wear wearing deodorant. Deodorant does not work in humid places, man. If you want to know if deodorant works, okay. So right before a sauna, just put on some deodorant. Stay there for about 10 minutes. Get out and smell your arm. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know if that, uh, if your armpit still, uh, still smells like your deodorant. Um, I'm pretty sure not. Well, depending how good you do it, your deodorant is and stuff. But yeah, man. If you're not if if you're not a believer, man, go to the gym, use a sauna. Peace out, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I know you guys heard that. I know everybody heard that. Let me just pin this comment real quick. Boom. Ah, just another day. Another day in crazy, ugh. In crazy California. Just, just another day. Just another day in the city. Should we go to the first order of business? I think we shall because if we're not, then we're doing it all wrong, guys. You know. Top news today. Of course, my kind of top news. Veterans of this is brought to you by Fox News. 
Veterans Affairs hiring racial diversity consultants to fight homelessness. The Veterans Health Administration wants help its uh help making its homeless problems explicitly anti-racist. <sighs> Let's read it. Amid a worrying rise in the number of homeless veterans, the Veterans Health Administration is seeking to hire racial diversity consultants to help transform its homeless programs into a racially equitable and just organization. I hate that word equitable. Hell with the word equitable. Quote, creating racially equitable systems demands that system not simply be diverse, but that they be explicitly anti-racist. Anti-racist is racism. <laughs> the VHA's Homeless Programs Office, HPO, said in a contract opportunity document. Oh, there's uh, everything is about diversity. Everything is about being equitable. Why do we not live? Do we not live in a meritocracy? Do we? Does everything have to be about diversity and being equitable? I could care less. I could care less about a person's skin color, bro. If I'm if 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 I'm gonna go to uh if I'm gonna get surgery, <laughs> if I'm not if I'm gonna get surgery, I'm not like okay, who is the best diversity doctor for my knee operation? I'm saying who's the best doctor in general? I could care less about the color. Man, that just that just doesn't make no sense. It doesn't make no sense to me. When you put equity in, meritocracy goes out. All the benefits that you would receive for being the best in your class just goes out. It goes out. Again, like this this situation, this example has been said by many people. Look, man, if 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 I'm in an airplane, I could care less about the color of the skin of the pilot. I just care if they're a good pilot. I'm not going, you know, I'm not buying a JetBlue ticket and I'm like, "All right, who are these diversity pilots, man?" Cuz I am for equity. I don't know, man. Am I just am I just barking up the wrong tree? Am I just <laughs> If like somebody's going to cut my hair, well, okay, hair, haircuts are a thing, okay? Haircuts are a thing. You know, I know I know uh, a lot of black dudes that get haircuts by only black men, and I understand that. My friend, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brandon. Brandon, uh, I was at an open mic with him. Was it yesterday? And uh, he was in Atlanta, just trying to find a. He, he's a white dude. He, you know, he was in Atlanta, I think a couple months ago, trying to find a haircut in Atlanta. And every time he walked into a barber shop, every time he walked into a barber shop, he was like, "Could I get a haircut?" And everybody's like, all the black barbers are like, "What the hell are you doing here, bro?" <laughs> And Brandon, you know, to hit some, he's just like, I just want a haircut. I just want a haircut. <laughs> but I, I understand. I, I'm not completely ignorant. 
Oh man. I think uh, my good friend Michael Amico sent me. Um, hold on, let me see. Where, where did the restream go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where the hell? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, what, uh, all right, hold on a minute. Not always on top, no, no, gosh damn it, I hate this. Come on, Restream. Get your shit together, dog. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, now we're in business. Okay. So we're talking about equity. We're talking about race. We're talking about all these things. And look, man, I go back to what Martin Luther King said. I'm like, look, man, don't judge a person by the color of their skin. Judge them by the merit of their character. Look, do we still not live in a meritocracy? All this equitable stuff. It's bad. I don't like it. Okay. No, I don't. Should we mix the WNBA and the NBA? Should uh, should we do that? For for you know, being equitable to the sport of basketball. Shouldn't we give the women equal opportunity to prove if they're superior to men when it comes to the sport of basketball should it should we do that in the sake of equity <laughs> yeah let's do it bro let's see the la sparks and the lakers i'm gonna put my money on somebody i'll put my life savings life savings on the men's basketball, uh, on, on, on the Lakers. But if it was the L.A. Lakers versus the L.A. Sparks, come on, man. What are we even talking about here? Mm. Let's go to world news, guys. World news. Rio Tinto shareholders rubble over destruction of sacred indigenous caves. Rio Tinto shareholders have rubbled over payouts to former CEO John Sebastian uh, Jacks. I guess that's how I spell it. Sounds like a douchebag. And other executives who quit last year after the company destroyed a 46,000-year-old sacred indigenous site in Australia. More than 60% of the votes cast at the mining company's annual uh, general meetings in London and Sydney were against the uh, remuneration report, according to the results published by the company on Thursday. Rio Tinto demolished the Jukon 
gorge caves in Western Australia last May to expand in iron ore mine, causing an outcry from investor groups and local custodians of the land. The ancient caves have been described by one expert as one of the most archaeologically significant sites in Australia. Yeah, we should definitely protect you. Look, man, I'm not stupid. Okay. We shouldn't be wrecking, especially sacred land like that. Look, man, these are caves, bro. These are ancient caves. Who knows? You just wrecked it. I don't know if there's an alien civilization. I know we haven't. We haven't explored to the deepest parts of that cave. I know it. Because they could, they, we could always go deeper. We could go, we could always go deeper in the cave. By the way, um, I'm I'm not a fan. Yep, yeah, caves. Not a fan. I am not a fan of caves. I loved movies that have to deal, especially horror movies that have to deal with, with people being stuck in caves, especially movies like you know they go in a cave and then, and then they uh you know, accidentally go to the gates of hell. You know I love those kind of movies. <laughs> but me, as far as caves. Chris Rubio mm -mm, does not do caves, guys. I do not do caves. I'll go for probably 20 yards, 20 yards before, you know, before all the all the bad movies that I've seen about, you know, nonfiction movies. I'm sorry, fictional movies. I've seen about caves just start replaying in my mind. There's, uh, you know, some goblins. It's like, I, yeah, man, I, I got traumatized as a kid, okay? I saw gremlins. I saw gremlins. Uh, I was a little too young to see gremlins, okay? And I know to a lot of people, especially a lot of adults, they're like, oh, gremlins is harmless. Well, not when you're five years old, man. I mean, I was talking to my sister, and uh, I was like, so, uh, you know, because uh, my niece... Uh, love my niece, but I, I asked my sister. So, as far as your daughter, what is the youngest for her to start watching horror films? I don't know. I don't know what that sweet age is. I just know that you have to be exposed to horror films at a young age. Because that's when it's mostly effective. Horror, horror movies, I think most people that enjoy horror movies... You know, got traumatized as a kid by seeing a horror movie. I'm pretty sure of that. Freddy Cougar did it for me. Friday the third, uh, Friday the thirteenth. Phantasm. Does Does anybody remember Phantasm? That old white dude with so much strength, he was just tossing coffins inside his car. I'm like, dude, that is scary shit. You know, I, yeah, I, I, again, I'm going to reiterate. I remember I asked my sister uh, one time, like, uh, so um, I remember I asked my sister one time. I was like, so when is uh, when do you think is the right age for Mahal to start watching horror films? And she, she's like, I don't know. I'm like, right now, right now, at the age of five, right now, <laughs> you got to watch horror films as a kid. Because that's when it's mostly effective.
Okay. Like, I remember when I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid. Friday the 13th did it for me. Like, I, man, I don't know how many times I peed in my pants because I didn't want to go to the bathroom. Because it was dark. And there was all, uh, my, my hallway was dark. Thank you, Freddy Cougar, for making me pee in my pants because I was too scared to walk down that dark hallway. Thanks. Everybody has had that horrible horror movie that, that you know, when you're an adult, that made you appreciate horror movies. And it's true. I think the people that appreciate horror movies when they're adults got traumatized as a kid by watching a horror movie too early. It's the truth. I watched Gremlins a little too early, okay? Watched it when I was five or some shit. I don't know how old, but I was pretty young. Chucky, Chuck, man, yeah, man, I didn't have no dolls after Chucky. Shit. Freddy Cougar, I didn't want to go to sleep. I did, I did not want to go to sleep. Man, hey, if you don't want your kid to sleep and you want to sleep deprive your kid, hey, show them Nightmare on, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Show them that. They'll never go to sleep again. <laughs> it's like the proper form of child abuse. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. That is so hilarious. Uh, let's go to technology, guys. Good old technology. This is brought to you by CNET. Sony ditches DSLRs, moving the camera industry beyond film era designs. Commentary. The future of higher-end photography is mirrorless. Yes, yes, and yes. Sony has phased out its DSLR camera models, making the end of an era and pushing the photography industry further. Uh, from its film-based roots. If you don't track the internal mechanics of cameras, here's what Sony did and why the move is important. The Japanese company was a key player ushering in the era of mirrorless cameras. Those cameras were, while not perfect, bring better autofocus, rapid-fire shooting, and more computing horsepower to photography. This is what I, you know, okay, so, if you guys don't know, I'm a photographer as well. Uh, I am, um, an APS-C shooter, meaning the sensor that I have on this camera is really tiny compared to a full frame. But if you guys don't know, this is a Canon M6 Mark II mirrorless camera. I love this camera. I don't take enough pictures. I think I should. I, I want to start taking pictures. But the day of the mirrored camera is over. The DSLR with the mirror in it is officially a VCR, okay? If you're still rocking a DSLR, one of these big bulky cameras that have a mirror in it that flip up, uh, you know, that flip up and down or sideways, I know, I don't know what direction. Man, hey, hey. It's like a DVD, you know, it's like that DVD that you hold on for, uh, that you hold on to. Like, no, like everybody knows you're never going to watch that DVD again. It's just going to collect dust, you know. Everybody, you know, I've met these people, you know, they have a bunch of DVD movies, but they don't have a DVD player. They just want that. They just want that clout. You know what I mean? Just like, look at all these movies that I got. Look at all these movies that I got, man. I was like, where's your DVD player? 
about that. Ah. Uh... <laughs> How do I know these people? Because I am them. I am them. <laughs> Well, what had happened was... Oh, I like that. Where was that? Well, what had happened was... <laughs> that's it. I'm through. Oh, <coughs> uh, that's so hilarious. Oh, man. Let's go to entertainment, guys. This is probably the favorite article of the day. This is brought to you by, of course... My number one source for entertainment, TMZ. Floyd Mayweather, physical altercation with Jake Paul. Quote, I'll kill you, mother beep. It's motherfucker, okay? I could say it on my live stream. Whoa, things got very physical between Floyd Mayweather and Jake Paul during a confrontation after a face-off between Floyd and Logan. Hmm. Jake Paul got in Floyd's face while Floyd was doing an interview and snatched the baseball cap off of Floyd's head. Oh my goodness! Jeez. Okay, let's 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 play this. Man, you know what? I mean, for everybody that hates Jake Paul, you know, or Logan Paul, you gotta admit that they're they are experts when it comes to the publicity game. They're experts. Let's go ahead and watch this. Damn it, Jake Paul. That's some man. That's some childish, uh, childish high school shit. I would have done the same thing. I got your hat. I got your hat. There is no such thing as bad publicity. Okay. Was this plan? It looked like it wasn't planned, but it is genius. It's genius. I mean, I would have done it. It's not my style, but hey, appreciate game, appreciate game, son. Commotion. Jake Paul started it. No, not Jake Paul. Yeah. The younger brother, whatever his name is. Oh my god. Just take a look at how many cameras. 
Look at how many cameras are up right now. Just like. gonna destroy that fool. <laughs> uh, Jake Paul, what are you doing? You don't want to wake up the beast, man. Don't we know? Okay, hey, hey, if you like Floyd May, uh, you, you could hate Floyd May Mayweather, but we could all come to a consensus. He's one of the best to ever box, okay? He's a professional boxer. Probably the greatest, one of the greatest to ever exist. Now, you're gonna freaking piss off this guy. Good luck, man. Good luck. I, but damn, I again, game recognized game, man. I, I, the publicity is there. I mean, now I'm I'm gonna watch the fight. I'm I'm gonna watch this fight. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't no game. They have no idea. Got your fucking hat. <laughs> oh my god, such. Ugh. Damn, straight up disrespect. Straight up disrespect, man. That's some childish shit, but I appreciate again. I I I gotta keep going back to this, man. I appreciate. I appreciate. I know what he's doing. He's trying to hype up the fight, bro. If you guys don't understand that, if you guys don't see that, <coughs> now everybody's gonna watch this fight. Everybody is is probably in Mayweather's corner, man. Everybody wants. And granted, this is the younger brother. I think Jake Paul. Jake, I think it's Logan Paul that's fighting uh, Floyd. I, I I could be wrong. I don't I don't follow sports that much, but I could be wrong. But if it is Jake Paul, and Logan Paul gets knocked out, well, if I'm the older brother, I'll just be like, hey, what the hell did you do, bro? What did you do? Why did you do whatever you did? I don't understand. Hold on. 
Yeah, I don't understand, bro. I don't know what you're doing. Let's let, let's watch this some more. There's a scuffle. We got a Hasidic Jew in the house, probably the publicist. I got your hat. I got your hat. I got your hat. Did hold on. It looked like it looked like for a split second that. Floyd kind of swung at him, but I'm not sure. Not sure. Oh, this is the face off. June 6th. Mark it on your calendars, ladies and gentlemen, June 6th. I don't even know what day that, that last oh my God. It's Sunday, Sunday, June 6th. This is great. This is hilarious. We got two fake fighters. Yeah, hey, the only thing that's fake Two. on this stage is Floyd's hairline. Okay, yeah, call it. Call it. I'll beat him. And it sucks that a YouTuber's gonna take all hey, that. Hey, guess what? I'll fight collecting, podcasting, posting those YouTube. I'll fight. to beat the greatest history fighter of all time. I'll fight real fighters. Hilarious. So guess what? I'm willing to fight both in the same night. Oh man. What's this? Is the same oh man, yeah, this this is a different angle. Well, guys. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good fight to watch because it that's the thing, Logan Paul has has power behind the punch. Now I think Joe Rogan was saying he could just, uh, just you know, Logan could just put him in one corner and just 
basically dirty boxing. But but Floyd is too good for that, man. He'll just he'll he'll just maneuver. He'll he'll give a clinic that day. You know what I mean? Chad Ucho Cinco is fighting on the undercard. What? I can't believe that. Who else is on here? Oh, man. Well, regardless, I know everybody's going to be watching that fight, so it's going to be a good fight. Good fight. Good fight. Let's go to Just Weird, actually. Menu, uh, this is by, uh, brought to you by United Press International. Menu from 1913 found in rafters of British Cafe. Workers doing renovations on a cafe in England made a surprising discovery inside the ceiling. A menu from the restaurant that occupied the building in 1913. Natalie Haywood, owner of Leaf in Liverpool, said workers doing renovations on the building found a menu of... Yamen Cafe and Tea Rooms dated January 15, 1913 in the rafters. Man, I just want to see the prices, man. Haywood said that the workers uh, also found a waiter's hat embroidered with the word Yamen and instructions of a card game called Whist and Bottles. Down came fluttering from the ceiling this menu from 108 years ago in its absolute unbelievable condition. Haywood told the BBC the menu is like a time capsule, time capsule hidden in the wall. She said Leaf plans to try to recreate some of the dishes listed on the menu. Well... Damn, I mean, show the menu for God's sakes. Let's see the menu. Let's see if we could zoom in this motherfucker. I didn't even know. Okay, so we got. Uh, I can't even pronounce that. Where's the prices? What are these prices? I don't understand these prices. There's boiled eggs, one, three D. What the what the hell does that mean? What else is on here? Brewed ginger beer. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Galam of veal. Okay, okay. I don't know what that is. Uh, rump rump core paint steak, fillet steak. Huh. Pretty good. Pretty good. Let's see. Oh, this was this was the I guess the restaurant. No way. Who am I looking at? <laughs> this is Liverpool. Good old good old Liverpool. <laughs> I know. Man, look, if I found if I found a time capsule, a menu. It's so weird because uh I've never grown up at a house. Um if we kept my old house in the Philippines or even if uh we still lived in my house that we first moved into when we came from the Philippines. And if, if we're still there. 
would I have done a time capsule thing? Probably. And it would have been weird. Especially if I just put like a like a menu of my favorite restaurant at that time when I was a kid, like six years old. <laughs> They're like, oh, why'd you get a menu of your favorite restaurant when you're a kid and you're opening up? And, you know, as a kid when you're five years old and when you open up um, the same ta- time capsule with like uh, with the menu that you put in there as a kid, you'd be surprised. Uh, I would be surprised uh, if I did ever do that because the menu that I would be taking out is uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken that was one block away from where I grew up. (laughs) Their recipes didn't change. I would have been amazed still. Alright guys, final segment. Let's watch some Chia's. This is brought to you by Yahoo Finance. Let's go ahead. Um, look, this is not a time to be protecting the multi-billions of dollars in profits for these companies. We put up taxpayer dollars to do the original research. We put up taxpayer dollars either in the form of direct grants or in the form of promising to buy the goods when they developed these vaccines. We put a lot of public money into this and we're glad to have public-private partnership in this, but this is a crisis. And as a humanitarian matter, and frankly, it's just a matter of our international relations, We need to be out there getting those vaccines into the arms of as many human beings. Michelle Santos, is this, hello, is this live? Of course this is live. Come on, Michelle Santos. There's a live thing on it. (laughs) As possible. Not doing what a handful of already billionaire drug companies want us to do in order to protect their profits. Hi there, welcome to Forward. Okay, so if you guys don't know, why the vaccines happen, okay, I don't want to get political, but I know everybody could agree with me here. If if a private company makes a vaccine that helps a lot of people because of a pandemic, and it was government subsidized. We could all agree and say that they should kind of make a profit. Not all this profit. But give, you know, you you should at least like uh, w- uh, do a waiver on this, uh, uh, on this patent. You know, I can't believe that the private companies that got subsidized by the government, by, by our tax dollars are trying to keep the intellectual property for their own. It doesn't make no sense. It's like it's it's like an abuse of power, you know? I am actually a guy and that is my wife's account. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, well, hey, sorry about that. I was about to Michaela Santos. All right. I see your little uh, avatar here. Uh beautiful. You're a beautiful couple, man. I don't know how many years you've been married, but let me tell you, as a guy that's been married for 10 years, are you sure you know what you're doing? 
<laughs> Are you sure? No, man. I'm a, I'm a happily married man. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Best of luck to uh, you and your lady, man. Of course. Of course. Michaela Santos from Facebook says thank you. Of course, bro. Anytime, man. But going back, uh, going back on this uh, vaccine thing, if if you create something, if you create something that helps a lot of people, and you got a lot of money from taxpayers, and you decide to keep the intellectual property for your own and reap all the profits and reap all the benefits, bro, if you don't see anything wrong with that, I can't explain to you how wrong that is. That is so wrong. I, and I don't want to even uh, want to get into this this vaccine argument. Okay, dude. I mean, blah 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 blah. I don't want to make it political. The politics has been said earlier in this live stream. So, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 bro. Well, we made it. We made it to another wonderful edition of in the studio with rubia i know i'm one of the funniest people you e you are ever I'm, i know i'm one of the funniest asians you're ever gonna see mr santos that's not funny it's very funny that's my niece love her to death and this is my dog love her to death i love everybody to death speaking of loving to death guys i love you guys and if you guys want to follow me on my social media i'm on all these lovely platforms not only facebook but i go live on um youtube and twitch as well uh as well and uh yeah i'm on all these wonderful platforms michaela santos biden is still mass post-vaccine why because he's an idiot because <laughs> he wants to spread the wrong message <laughs> and why and why can't uh biden walk up steps gosh damn it michaela you know why he can't walk up steps you know why is because he's not alive okay we all know this is a weekend and we all seen the movie weekend at bernie's we all know he's being controlled by these invisible men. We all know that, man. Come on. <laughs> look, I mean, uh, look, he's my president. Okay. I didn't vote for the guy, but he's my president. And I, 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 I hope the country does well. But at the same time, I'm not going to erase, erase the, the mountain of evidence that Whatever he's going through, it's a cognitive decline. We all know he 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 mumbles, he stumbles, he stutters, he does he does all these things. Sometimes he doesn't know where he is. You know, I mean, come on. Nobody wants to talk about that, but everybody knows it's true. You know, is there a midget in a suit situation? You goddamn right, there's a midget in that suit situation, bro. Come on. And that midget's name is um, Jill Biden. Come on. Come on, man. You got to give that to me. Come on. 
Well, hey, Michaela, thank you very much for watching this live stream. I, I do this uh, live stream of the news, and I just try to make fun of it. You know, uh, politics to technology to pop culture. I try to make fun of everything. And uh, I hope you could join me on my next live stream, and I hope we could uh, interact some more. Um, I do this Monday through Friday at 2 p.m., so hopefully you could catch me, you know. And by the way, if uh, you guys want to send me some money, if you're on Twitch or YouTube, you want to send me some money, I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, and Facebook Messenger. And I am also on YouTube. If you're watching me on YouTube right now and you're super chatting in the comments, bro, Biden needs to be taken care of. Nice old folks home with bingo. That's what I'm saying, dog. That's what I'm saying. Well, thank you guys for watching another episode of In the Studio with Rubio. I'll catch you guys tomorrow afternoon, 2 p.m. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace out.